Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Second Chapter Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Duffy. It is International Women's Day, so a very happy International Women's Day to all of you. This week, I'm chatting with you. Um, It's just me and the microphone and you this week. So I hope you enjoy this short episode. I love that we're celebrating women today and women everywhere. Admittedly, some men too are lifting each other up. We're celebrating being women and we're giving two big fingers up to the patriarchy. That we're raising awareness of the importance of women's equality and fundraising for women-focused charities. But... (laughs) I have to tell you all, International Women's Day also makes me really angry. Why in 2022 do we need an International Women's Day? Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you all hit pause, you immediately storm off to give the second chapter a one-star review. You curse my name. Let me say, of course, I understand we need it. And for the men who ask when their day is, it's 364 days a year. Actually, sorry, it's 365 days a year. We just call this one ours. Thank you very much. What I mean by my anger is that I can't believe we still don't have the equality and the respect that we deserve here in 2022. But there are people who still question whether women should be paid the same as men. The fact that the London tube system has to have ads saying that catcalling is a form of sexual harassment and not okay, (laughs) as if it's not obvious. When women don't feel safe walking home in the dark because of gender-based violence, when globally a woman or a girl is killed every 11 minutes in their own home, as long as these things are still happening, we need International Women's Day. I was watching a video of Will Strack, who's a trade unionist and feminist from Melbourne, Australia, and she says it perfectly in this video where she's sharing details of a women's rally that she's organizing in Melbourne today. She says, quote, We still have a lot to make noise about. International Women's Day belongs to protest. It belongs to demands, unquote. So I say, yes, let's celebrate each other. We also need to be demanding better for ourselves and for the women of the future and for the women around the world. I doubt it. But if anyone out there is questioning, even that small scale misogyny still exists, An anecdote or a story for you. Yesterday, I was run coaching a group of women who I work with when one of them was struggling and she stopped to ask me for some words of support and advice. A man came up to us and said, your husbands aren't paying for you to stand around chatting. Now, when my athlete, a strong, powerful, successful woman in her own right, clarified that I was the trainer, he said that he was just trying to be funny. Now, I like to think that I have a pretty well-defined sense of humor. And those of you who listen to the podcast regularly know that I laugh a lot, probably when I probably don't even need to be laughing. But that was not funny. And it's those little acts of quote unquote being funny, the catcalls, the microaggressions that mean that even in a society that promotes on the surface gender equality, well, these acts and the ones that are so much more atrocious, those are why we need International Women's Day. So yes, I love today, but I really, really wish we did not need International Women's Day anymore. I could live without it if it meant that me and all of my sisters could live equal, safe, and recognized every single day. I'm also struggling with International Women's Day this year because every year since I started my production company, Slackline Productions, 
I've hosted or launched an event sharing the work of female playwrights, directors, actors, telling the stories of women 35 plus on the 8th of March. This year, I dropped the ball. I've got nothing. Now, it was my first reaction to apologize. I felt and I feel really guilty for not celebrating what, as a female-led, female-advocating company in woman, is the most important day of the year for me. But I preach week after week on the podcast, you can do it, change is possible, you're amazing. How can I do that myself if I'm always apologizing? So my gift to myself this International Women's Day is to stop apologizing, to spend more time challenging the system that led us to apologize in the first place, and to remember that I am enough. So here I am, just me, speaking to you today as just me, and I hope that you're protesting, challenging, and celebrating that you're enough today and every day too. But I do want to do a little more than that. So through the day today, I'll be posting on our Instagram feed at the Second Chapter Podcast some of my favorite International Women's Day inspired or female-led things. Female-led companies I like, words that inspire, people to follow, ideas for change. And I'm making a pledge to myself and to you that I'm going to start putting that on the Second Chapter and Slackline Production websites as well. I feel like while I'm enough, I can't let days go by without shouting out to amazing women. And I'm ready, in the words of Strack, that quoted above, to make some noise. So I'm shouting from the rooftops on International Women's Day, shouting out to amazing women. And I'll share one more thing with you here. You all know I love a quote. So today I'm going to do one better and offer a poem. Though she started much younger than the typical The Second Chapter guest, I think Rupi Kaur's work is incredibly relatable, bold, and inspiring, and I think you will too. If you don't know her, here are a few details. As a 21-year-old university student, Rupi wrote, illustrated, and self-published her very first poetry collection, Milk and Honey. She was discouraged to do so, she was told she'd be looked down upon, but she also was told that poetry was basically never published in, um, in full books by the poet. So... She took it into her own hands, which I think is awesome. I was lucky enough to get Milk and Honey from two of my very best friends when I was going through my divorce. And like I said, I think it's relatable, bold, it inspired me and got me through a really tough time. So I'm happy to be sharing something from that today. She also wrote The Sun and Her Flowers. These poetry collections have sold over 10 million copies and have been translated into over 42 languages. She has also now her most recent book, Homebody, which has debuted number one on bestsellers list across the world. In 2021, Rupi executive produced and starred in her debut film, Rupi Core Live, which is currently streaming on Amazon Prime Video. She feels most at home when creating art or performing her poetry on the stage. I'm quite sure I will not hold a candle to Rupi performing her own work, but I'd love to share one of my favorites from Milk and Honey now. I want to apologize to all the women I've called pretty before I've called them intelligent or brave. I am sorry I made it sound as though something as simple as what you're born with is the most you have to be proud of when your spirit has crushed mountains. From now on, I will say things like, you are resilient or you are extraordinary. Not because I don't think you're pretty, but because you are so much more than that. Happy International Women's Day to all of you extraordinary, intelligent, brave, and beautiful women. 
And cheers to everyone who was working, protesting, demanding, making noise for the day that every day is International Women's Day. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening. The second chapter is just getting started, so your subscriptions and five-star reviews mean so much. The second chapter is brought to you by Slackline Productions, a production company dedicated to redressing the balance of women's stories being told and who's telling them, with a specific focus on women 35+. For more about Slackline, visit slacklineproductions.co.uk. Thanks again.